With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. We've been talking about uh, liberty and unity and the difference between voluntary unity and forced conformity and how they're, they're opposite. One is, is the idea that we, we, we willingly come together of our own free choice to gather around the life-giving principles of God's word, just like we're doing right now here at this campfire. But forced conformity is what you see in countries and places where people have no choice. They are mandated to think a certain way, to believe a certain way, and to act a certain way. And if they don't, they are canceled, deleted, punished. And so you see conformity, but that's not unity. God is all for unity and liberty and freedom, which requires godly character in the heart. And that's what we're all about. And I want to give you uh, an inspiring story tonight about a, a man and a woman who devoted their lives, made a, sp a sacred covenant with God, and ended up changing the world in ways that you and I have benefited from, but probably don't even know them. You may not have ever even heard of this couple. But when God sets people free, he changes them into world changers. And people in covenant with God are the most powerful force to change the world on the planet. Not governments, not armies, not money, but individuals set free by the power of God to then change the world around them. So I want to tell you a story about uh, a man. His name is Jonathan Edwards, and some of you are familiar with Jonathan Edwards. Uh, he's pretty famous in some circles in the family of faith. Uh, he's right up there. I think if, uh, if there ever was a uh, revised version of Hebrews chapter 11 in the Bible, you could add a few more names to that faith hall of fame. You've got uh, all kinds of people in there who are known for their faith. Well, Jonathan Edwards may be in the revised edition when we get to heaven. Jonathan married uh, a beautiful girl named Sarah, and he was known as one of the greatest intellects, one of the most brilliant minds ever produced on American soil. Jonathan Edwards uh, was the president of a very famous and prestigious university. Jonathan Edwards was a theologian. He was a devoted father. He was a committed husband. And God used him to change the world. And I want to tell you quickly a little bit more about him. Jonathan and his wife, Sarah, uh, this was, they were married back in 1727. This is before 1776. This is way, 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 way back. And he was the son of a minister. He was one of 11 children. He had 10 sisters. He was the only boy. And then he and Sarah had 11 kids of their own. I had six. I thought uh, we were pretty uh, prolific, but not compared to Jonathan and Sarah. They had 11 kids. And they ended up, through their kids and their grandkids, populating America with the most amazing children and grandchildren and descendants. And they are absolutely convinced that that is because they devoted themselves to God. One couple in covenant with God can change the world. 
And that's inspiration for you and me. Listen to this. Jonathan Edwards would wake up every morning and he had a personal commitment to get up before the sun. Jesus used to do that, rise before the sun rose and he would pray. And he committed to reading the Bible and reading the Bible to his kids. And then he would devote at least one hour a day to undistracted time with his children to answer their questions, to help them get where they wanted to go and to help them uh, with wisdom that would help them avoid where they didn't want to go. And as a result of that, look at the children and grandchildren that God ended up producing to honor their commitment. 200 years after their marriage, a study was made of 1,400 of their descendants. 1,400 of their descendants. And uh, by 1900, this single marriage, this single couple, had produced 13 college presidents, (laughs) 65 professors, 100 lawyers, and the dean of an outstanding law school. Their kids and grandkids and descendants. Also, 30 judges, 56 physicians, and the dean of a medical school. 80 holders of public office, sheriffs, mayors. Three United States senators. Boy, we could use that in Georgia right now. Three mayors of large American cities, three state governors. These were godly governors. <laughs> we could use one of those out here in California. One controller of the United States Treasury and one vice president of the United States came from the line of Jonathan and Sarah Edwards because they had made a promise to God together to live for God and to raise their children to serve God and to serve others. And look what God did with their marriage and their family. Members of their family had written 135 books and edited 18 journals and periodicals, magazines. They had entered into the ministry as pastors, ministers in droves, with nearly 100 of them becoming missionaries overseas. Launching out from North America to other continents and nations to spread the gospel. All from one man and one woman who who got in covenant with God. They covenanted with the same. Why did it work so well? Because they covenanted with an all-powerful God who recognizes when your heart is sincere to love him and you're devoted to him and you live your life for him. This is the same God that covenanted with Abraham, covenanted with Isaac and Jacob and Joseph. This is the same God who made promises to Abraham that his descendants would be like the stars in the sky, as innumerable as the, as the stars in the heavens. And Jonathan and Sarah saw hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shining stars in all different areas of the world, in different disciplines, different jobs and vocations where they were able to make an impact and a difference that brought heavenly principles to earth. They were heaven, that couple heavenized the earth. 
by making a promise to God together. And then God took that promise and he launched their children like arrows into the future. Lawyers, doctors, teachers, mothers, fathers, vice presidents, senators, amazing. And I know more people than, 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 than that. I know people in my own life. Do you, do you know couples or, or maybe a, just a man, maybe just a woman who's covenanted herself, covenanted himself with God, who has made a difference and changed your world? I do. I can think of Johnny Erickson Tata and her husband, Ken. Changed my world. Covenanted with God living for him, no matter the cost. I think of Ted and Margie Tripp, changed my world with my wife and how we parent our children. Wrote an amazing book, Shepherding a Child's Heart. Wouldn't have the family we have without them. Thousands are saying the same thing. My pastor Rex Holt and his wife Sherry, covenanted with God, love them because they've changed our world. My wife, Chelsea, has covenanted with God and it has transformed the hearts and minds of our kids. One mom in covenant with God is the most powerful force in the world. One father in covenant with God, loving his wife and leading his kids, most powerful force in the world. And the forces of darkness the haters of liberty, the tyrants of this world are terrified of a mom or a dad in covenant with God who are living on fire to honor him, who have spines of steel, fearless, only wanting to serve him and love their neighbor with all their heart no matter the cost to them. You know, people who covenant with God also find themselves in difficult situations because God raises people like that, people like you, up for times of difficulty. He produces character in us through those times, but there are also difficult situations that need to be handled by brave men and women. And we, we often take our liberty for granted and we don't understand that Liberty must be fought for. Liberty's not, freedom is not free. Think about this. I'm reading this out of the American Covenant. Think of the things that we take for granted here in America. The right to make what we wish of our life. To choose a profession. To live and work where we wish. You want to you live in California? Great. You want to go to Idaho? You want to go to Tennessee or Florida, Texas? Great. You can move there. You can do that. You can't do that in other countries. Many countries you can't do that. You can't just move around work where you want. You can pursue happiness in your own way and enjoy the fruits of your labors. In a lot of countries, you don't enjoy the fruits of your labors. The government in enjoys the fruits of all of your hard work. And then they give you the crumbs. Here in America, you can enjoy the fruits of your labors. You work hard, more fruit. And you can enjoy those. To own your own homes and to put money into savings accounts or investments in businesses that provide goods or services of benefits to everyone. Just the fact that you and I can have a savings account. A lot of countries where you can't do that. You can't invest in other businesses that provide goods and services to everyone. 
No, no, that's all restricted. That's, that's, that's all, that's forbidden. Not here. America's is, is, is flourishing with liberty. It still is. And above all, the right to worship God according to the dictates of our conscience. How about that? You are free in this country to worship God however you want to, according to the dictates of your conscience. You're not going to be penalized. You're not going to be punished. You're not going to be thrown into prison for worshiping God according to the dictates of your heart. You're not going to be forced to worship God or a certain God. And in this country, you cannot be kept from worshiping God. We have laws that actually protect that. We can freely exercise our religion. That's what that First Amendment is about. Government's not going to make a law establishing any kind of religion that they force you to participate in, nor can they get in the way of you freely exercising your worship of God. These are liberties that are so, so, so precious. But we have forgotten that liberty was not always alive and well in the world. In fact, liberty is a relatively new experience for mankind. Real liberty for the individual only began with Christianity. You see, we were, as my uh, friend, uh, Pastor Rob McCoy has said, true liberty came with Jesus when, when he came and redeemed you and me from the slave block of sin. Sin, selfishness, pride was our master enslaved. We were slaves to the worst inclinations of our heart. And Jesus came and redeemed us and set us free so that we wouldn't be in the prison of sin, but we would be set free to live, to love God and to love our neighbor. That's true liberty. Liberty of the heart which then leads to liberators liberating their nations. And it was the full flowering of Christian principles in America that made liberty flourish to an unprecedented degree for everyone, whether you were a Christian or not. That's what makes what we're talking about so incredible. And so this is what I want you to think about tonight. Are you in covenant with God? Because if you are, then you are the clear and present danger to the forces of evil. Those who would look to extinguish liberty, those who want to trample out your ability to worship God and provide for your family and destroy the ability for you to enjoy the fruits of your labor, their greatest fear is that you get down on your knees with your children or your spouse or even just all by yourself and you say, oh God, I want to live for you. I want to follow you, trust you with all of my heart. Give me wisdom, show me the way. I fear nothing but my own sin. I don't fear man. I want to do what you tell me to do. And I want to bring heaven to earth. And I want to start tonight. 
you will join the army of compassion, the most powerful force in the history of the world. That's what we're all about here at the American Campfire Revival. God bless you tonight. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.